Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Big stories. Big guests. The Big Picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So recently, Health Canada unveiled the new Canada Food Guide. We kind of moved away from the four food groups. Uh, There's an emphasis on a more uh, plant-based food. Not everybody's uh, all that excited about the Canada Food Guide. and, And frankly, not a lot of people... Well, not everybody, let's put it that way, not everybody play, pays close attention to it. But if you do, what are these changes going to mean? Not just in terms of your health, but in terms of your wallet, in terms of your, your own bottom line. So there's a new report out today uh, from uh, the Dalhousie University Agri-Food Analytics Lab. Looking at Canada's awareness, Canadians' level of awareness about the new food guide, how many people follow the new food guide, and what it's going to mean to Canadians' bottom line. The short version seems to be that at least for now, in the short term, a family of four could save on their annual grocery bill if they switch from the old food guide to the new food guide. But that those savings could be short-lived, and there's some concern maybe about price volatility, maybe price increases down the road. So joining us to, to kind of wade through all of this, very pleased to welcome to the program someone who's involved in this project. Uh, Simon uh, Samaji is Errol Chair in the Business of Food at the Errol School of Management, or rather the Errol Chair in the Business of Food and School of Hospitality at the University of Guelph. Uh, Professor Samaji, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. All right, so where are we now in terms of what we have for a new food guide versus the old food guide? Does this offer improvements in terms of of cost for families? Well, that's very interesting. So we we did some analysis and we looked at the old food guide, the food in it, and the portion sizes recommended versus the new one. And we actually found that the new food guide for a family of four people will save you about $1.90 uh, per day. So yeah, the new food guide is more affordable. In what sense? So what makes it more affordable? Well, there's, there's a, probably one big thing. The new food guide is advocating uh, more plant-based sources of protein. So things like lentils, uh, beans, pulses, those types of things, instead of meat and dairy. And meat and dairy are typically uh, some of the most expensive things you can put in your food basket. So it's substituting stuff that was normally quite expensive. But there is concern about the rising cost of of produce, of fruit and vegetables. So what, what are the concerns about just how affordable it's going to stay? Interesting. So our analysis, as I said, showed that the new food guide is more affordable. But then we looked and did some forecasting on the results. And we think that over time, with the general increases 
in fresh fruit and vegetables that the new food guide will probably get more expand, more expensive than the old food guide for a family of four per day. So it is a concern. Uh, fresh fruit and vegetables, we have to import a lot of those most of the time in Canada because of our weather. Uh, and they're subject to a lot of variability in price because of weather. Um, we've seen a lot of uh, food outbreaks of illness and uh, contamination as well, which have pushed up the prices of those things as well. So, yeah, the short-term news is good. Long-term, uh, it's not looking so rosy. Well, and certainly demand can push up the price of, of any commodity, but is, is this going to lead to more demand? I mean, how, how, how much do Canadians care about the food guide? How many follow it? Well, the interesting one-sentence explanation is no, they don't really f- follow the food guide. We we found that most people in Canada know about the the guide. They know that there was a new guide, but really only 30% of the respondents in our survey actually use the food guide. In fact, if you take all the influences or, or factors or sources of information that Canadians use to take dietary advice and you rank them from 1 to 10, uh, the food guide comes in at number 6. Uh, it's family and friends is number one. Uh, things such as just doing general research, which is a fancy way of saying Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media and celebrities. Uh, cookbooks, TV programs. Uh, those are more important. So people just aren't following it. Is that concerning? Should it be? Well, it's concerning in some ways. I mean, the purpose of the food guide is to provide us with an ideal diet that we should be eating and without question we should be following what the guide is is off telling us to eat but the the fact is it's not very appealing in terms of a promotional tool and but particularly some of the other research we found show that if you're younger say millennial or jed z then social media and celebrities are, are more important uh, sources of dietary advice in the food guide. So maybe as an example, Health Canada could use celebrities, uh, social media to promote the new guide. Do you think Health Canada has a role here to play, though, in either uh, uh, alleviating concerns about the food guide, making sure more Canadians are aware of, of the food guide, or even going further, that if it's, if it's out of reach for some Canadian families to try to find ways of alleviating that? I think it's very important. You know, I, I find that the well, I, I feel that the the new guide was really about Health Canada showing what's the best thing for us to be eating, and it's an idea. It, it's a guide, and without question, it is. But a guide has to be practical, and the guide has a lot of you know, sort of caveats or assumptions in it uh, that aren't really practical. It's sort of assuming that you cook all your food. And, you know, most Canadian families are time poor, don't have time to be standing in the kitchen for hours on end each day preparing food. Um, So that's not really practical. Um, And Canadians spend more than 30% of their food budget on food outside of the home. So there's that angle. And then there's sort of no real cultural aspect uh, to the food guide. So we're all expected to eat these foods that it uh, tells us to eat, but we all come from uh, different ethnic backgrounds and cultures, and, and that angle sort of isn't really put into the guide. So in some ways, it's a little impractical.
All right, well, some really interesting findings. Uh, Professor Samoji, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for your insight on this. Appreciate making some time for us here. Thank you very much for having me. All right, that's Simon Samoji. He's the Errol Chair in the Business of Food, part of the School of Hospitality, Food, and Tourism at the University of Guelph. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.